Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of a live version of Slice of Life as we carve out more information helpful to Western New Yorkers from every category. We talk to people from all walks of life, whether it's physical and mental health to real estate, legal issues, medical issues, happenings around Western New York, such as they are these days. Or how about construction? And who better than the longtime host of Hammer Time on our sister station at WBEN and the head honcho at Cortese Construction, Dominic Cortese himself. Dominic's on the line with us, and he is more than willing to take your calls as well at 803-1520. But first, it's a pleasure to welcome Dom to the airways. Hi, Dom. How are you this morning? Buongiorno, Paisano. How are you today? Buongiorno. Bene, bene. Grazie. E tu? Uh, excellent. Well, we get to practice our Italian a little bit when we see each other, and I certainly miss seeing Dominic at the station. Amen. Absolutely. Yes, yes, because uh, yeah, I'm, I'm broadcasting uh, from my kitchen table literally in Williamsville as the pandemic rages on, and uh, Dominic is, uh, is on the phone, but we make it work. Thank goodness we have modern technology. And Absolutely. Dominic, yeah. uh, I wanted to talk to you about that very thing, about the pandemic and what the challenges have been like for you at Cortese Construction with your crew and, and for yourself as well. How has life played out for you at your very busy construction business over the past seven, eight months? Well, during the... Uh during the height of the pandemic, I was certainly in a panic. I'd look out my office window and see all of our trucks lined up, you know, next to each other, uh, just like caged animals, not having any way to get out and any place to go and thinking all of this lost revenue here that just sitting here and not being able to produce. And, uh, you know, we rode through that. And as soon as we were deemed essential again by the governor, uh, we went back to work and, it was a floodgate of activity that's still um, it's, that's still you know happening right now. We're we're experiencing just an overwhelming volume of of construction activity, and I think a lot of it, Brenda, uh, relates to the fact that you know people have really nothing else to look forward to. They can't plan a trip, you know, or they really can't even move because they go to shop for a house and they're all overpriced. Uh, so they're opting to stay put and and renovate where they are. So um, you know we're just enjoying that uh, that wave. Uh, and coupled with with that, with the uh, pent up demand, uh, is the fact that money is so reasonably priced right now. You can borrow uh, home equity lines of credit uh, uh, with the bank we deal with at two and a half percent. So uh, you know how do you beat that? Um, so you got a lot of benefits right now, you know, for the cost of, uh, of money. No doubt about it, Dominic. And, and we have done that. My husband and I uh, kind of refurbished our back patio area. And uh, kudos to you. I don't know if your ears are ringing, but we've had a few people over, you know, very responsibly, socially distant, wearing masks, but sitting outside because uh, everybody seems to feel a little more comfortable that way. And everybody says, oh, how great the surface looks. And I said it was my friend Dominic Cortese who was kind enough to come over here and look at our back patio and gave us some great advice. We took that advice. And um, 
I don't even know what that surface is called, but it, it's uh, sort of that gray and black stone mosaic yep. is what I call epoxy, it. The epoxy, the epoxy yes. coating. Yeah, yeah. And it I'm looks, glad to hear that. Oh, it looks great, Dominic, and uh, everybody asks about it. Uh, we also have that in our garage, which is what you noticed as well, and suggested the same thing for the back patio. So mm -hmm. it worked out. It worked out beautifully, and we're spending far more time at home than you know in the many years Ours. that we've been married yep. and the many years we've been in this house. Um, yep. And then you start to notice things like, gee, I really should take care of this, or I would like to refurbish that. And uh, well, it's something the other thing that, that relates. To, the other thing that relates to that, Brenda, is that. Uh, the use of our homes has changed. You right. know, now we may be, as, as you are, working from home. Uh, we may be schooling from home. You know, so the dynamics of what our houses mean to us are different today than they were just a few months ago. Yeah, I have a, a little gym set up in the basement, too. I have a pre-core and a bike and a treadmill. And even that, you know, there's no going to the gym or there had not been for so long. So uh, you learn to adapt and uh, still try to find things that offer quality of life. And our home is the focal point, no question about it. So Dominic, mm -hmm. of all the things, I'm looking at your website, which is lovely, by the way. You have a lot of beautiful photos and it's easy to navigate. I see kitchens are the most prominent thing mm -hmm. featured here. Mm -hmm. Would you say that's yeah. your number one project for most homes? It, it seems to be uh, the most thought after area to renovate um along with bathrooms they're kind of like neck and neck um but kitchens mean so much and that's also changed you know as far as how we look at our kitchen it's become more than a functional space it's now an entertaining space um it's now the the real focus of what our house means to us is what the kitchen looks like um you know those that are affectionados for cooking, uh, you know, uh, into wines and uh, into the whole idea of the concept of the heart of the house being vital. You know, that that is really what's driving this, uh, I guess, real interest in, in the kitchen being a focal point. What are some of the key things that you do? Is it putting in an island, for instance, or redoing cabinets? Uh, what are some of the more common and affordable things people can tackle in the kitchen? The number one thing that seems to permeate virtually every job we do is taking the wall down, demising between the kitchen and the uh, dining room. That is um, very, very popular right now. And if you think about that, Brenda, you look at a average kitchen in a suburban home, and you've got the uh, dinette space, and then the kitchen, and then the dining room, and a wall separating the dining room and the kitchen. So we have two table areas, one of which we never use because it's only saved for holidays, uh, and then <laughs> right. one that's over overused and probably too tight to really even sit around. So we come up with the idea of changing the dynamic of that by eliminating the everyday space and expanding an island perhaps into that area and then taking that wall down between the kitchen and the dining room and using the dining room every day. I mean, when you think about that, it's kind of an aha moment where you think, yeah, that kind of makes sense since this room is never <laughs> used. And yet it's a, a, there's a large amount of square footage right here, uh, you know, that, that I own and I don't really uh, have a chance to really value. 
That is so true. And sometimes it takes another set of eyes to actually yes. uh, get some perspective. And, uh, you know, I know in our case, it's funny that you mentioned this, Dominic. We had a friend come over who uh, really knows interior design well, and we were asking her opinion about blinds and so forth. And she looked at our our dining room, if you will, and it really is used more with a love seat and a chair and a table. And she said, have you ever thought about putting a dining room table in here and taking out the furniture? And we both kind of looked at each other like, hey, I, you know, what a great idea. It is one of those yeah. aha moments. Uh, exactly. So really to have a different perspective uh, is so important. So then as part of your, your service, you offer those types of recommendations, yep. obviously, right? It isn't Absolutely. like you just go in with a hammer. <laughs> right, exactly. We, we are unique in that we are a one-stop uh, shop for kitchen and bath design. We have um, a fully uh, equipped showroom. And, uh, you know, uh, that enables uh, us to not only deal with the concept, but also then show the product along with a CAD, a CAD model of what we have in mind. So we work hand in hand with our clients on this design build approach. And we're very practical with what we direct our customers to, to do because we want it to be valued in terms of the uh, worked into the pricing structure of the house so that it really does return on the investment, which is kind of important. Oh, absolutely. And you brought up an interesting point earlier, too, about homes. Uh, you know, it's tough to even find a home right now. I talk to realtors right. quite often, and I'll tell you what, uh, the, 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 you know, the race is on to find a home because there yes. are multiple bids generally on homes, and people yeah. are paying way over price. And uh, Everyone I'm seeing right now is telling me that, where they are in the market, they were in the market to buy a new home, and they gave up uh, because of everything being overpriced, them, them being outbid on everything they looked at, and they decided to stay put and do renovations. Yeah, oh, I believe that. Dominic, do you find that most of your work is done in the suburbs, or do you find because the city has been so revitalized over the past several years that many homes uh, in the city are, are looking, or you know, owners are looking to upgrade their homes? Right now, it's funny you should say that. Right now, this is kind of a, a, a real highlight of what you're pointing out. Right now, we have four jobs within two blocks of each other at Jewett and Parkside. Oh, isn't uh, that funny? We have two jobs on Jewett Parkway that are almost next door to each other. And wow. then we have about two other jobs that are within uh, walking distance of those two jobs. So, yeah, the city is enormously valued right now in terms of you know not only the 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 treasure of architecture that it is yes. uh, but also the desirability and you'd be shocked Brenda to know how many uh new people we're working for that have just moved to Buffalo oh that's uh, so good to hear yeah absolutely uh you know young people uh uh that are moving to Buffalo you know, be people being transferred here, they're buying, you know, substantial homes and renovating them. It's just very uplifting to see that we're living, you know, you know, of course, trying to put the pandemic aside, which is hard to do, but uh, trying to look at where we were before the pandemic and how inspirational that is to see our, our city coming back. Oh, absolutely. You know, I've often said on this show and on uh, the other show that I co-host, Hardline on WBEN, that I never thought I would see this revitalization of the city in my lifetime. And Same it's here. so, 
so encouraging to see it. And, yeah. you know, that area that you mentioned, Dominic, is a, a really a lovely area. It's right by the zoo. It's very accessible right. to, you know, the expressways and Hurdle Avenue and Elmwood Avenue, Delaware. There's so much to do in that area. I lived on Woodward years ago. Oh, yeah. um, and uh, I always love that area because it's so walkable, too. Exactly. So yeah. I think that, you know, I, I imagine you think this will continue, right? The surge in the city itself, in addition to what we would presume to be your busy areas, which would be suburbia. Another, another Yes. And another, another thing to point out that kind of is inspirational is that during the pandemic, during the height of the shutdown, we stayed fairly busy with uh, visiting people virtually. Um, and a lot of those people were still working, working from home. So we would hold Zoom uh, appointments, which was challenging because we're having the homeowner involved with having to measure their, measure their room, <laughs> uh, which was difficult. But we got through that. But the point I wanted to make with that is that there are so many people that we've met with that were not affected economically by the, by the shutdowns because they were still working. They worked for the banks. They worked for the insurance companies. They work for the medical systems. These are the heart and soul of our, the base of our employment right now. Yes, absolutely. And I've worked with uh, a number of companies that you wouldn't automatically think of. For instance, um, I worked with a company who does uh, welding for uh, military aircraft in their base in North mm -hmm. Tonawanda. And it's like, mm -hmm. you know, they're all what I call these hidden gems in our area where you have no idea. You might drive by a building and see a name and have no clue what they do. It's really, exactly. uh, really fascinating. Um, and speaking of the pandemic, Dominic, uh, other than the Zoom type thing, uh, which had to be a challenge in and of itself, how difficult was it for you uh, with going into people's homes or yeah. following safety yeah. protocols? What types of measures yeah. did you have to take? At the height of it, you know, the biggest uh, thing that we fought was the fear. Um, everyone was fearful of what was happening, you know, and, and really un, the unknown of it all was really the biggest challenge. And our employees included, they were fearful. And, you know, a lot of them didn't want to risk uh, going into homes, and rightfully so. Um, you know, we, uh, during the shutdown, drafted in anticipation of the fact that, you know, eventually we would be able to go back to work. We all kind of sat around a table and say, this is not going to go away anytime soon. So let's come up with what's, what we think will work. So we put together our own plan, which happened to be exactly what the governor asked for when we were able to go back to work, to be able to work safely. And obviously, it's all the things that we have now adopted as common sense approaches to dealing with protecting ourselves. And, you know, we brought those to the table uh, to our staff and said, this is what we're going to do when we're, we're going to be ready to go back. We were, we were able to work with one man on a job. So those that were willing to work, we put those protocols in place and uh, we kept going. And then when we were able to return to full scale, we adopted those to our full staff, which we still employ, of course, today. And they're the obvious things, as I said, you know, obviously checking in every day that you're well, that's first wearing the mask uh, as you enter the home. And what we've also done, which is also kind of uh, unique uh, to our setting, is that we have created cocoons within our job sites. Hmm. So the men can work safely within the cocooned environment and take the mask off when they're working. What a great idea. And it probably makes those folks uh, 
you know, feel a little better about going to work because it, exactly. it offers them an alternative to, you know, working in a mask all day, which is exactly. not the easiest thing to do. No, not at all. I can't even have a conversation with one on. Right, right. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's difficult. One of the many challenges uh, we're navigating these days. Well, we have uh, a lot of anniversaries to talk about in the next segment with Dominic Cortese. And I want to talk about um, the whole idea of trades and how uh, they can make for some great careers for both men and women. We'll come back with Dominic Cortese, the host of Hammer Time on WBEN and the head of Cortese Construction Company here in Western New York. Back after this. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. And our phone lines are open at 803-1520. If you have any questions for Dominic Cortese, great time to jump on and get some free advice from the man himself from Cortese Construction and the host of Hammer Time, which is coming up in just a few minutes, 10 a.m. live on WBEN, our sister station. Dominic's a busy broadcaster this morning. And uh, a tip of the construction cap to Jim Stelliano, our stellar producer back at the station who makes sure everything uh, is done on time and done right. So thanks to Jim week in and week out for joining me on Slice of Life. Dominic, uh, big news coming up. Uh, you've got a new building under construction. Uh, what's that all about? Yes, uh, Brenda. Uh, the uh, Cortese headquarters is moving. Our company is celebrating its 70th year in in 2021 and uh, with the advent of my three children coming into the business uh, we really have expanded and grown and uh, it's hard to believe when I think about that it seems like a blink of an eye uh, since I was involved started started being in the company as a, as a young as a young man to today you know I actually did the math and I started when I was 14, Brenda, uh, as a freshman in high school, working part-time summers. And you and I are close to the same vintage, so you can do the math <laughs> on how long that's been. <laughs> and uh, for Just me, a few years, years, that's for sure. Yeah, 50 years in the company. And 70 years is the age of the company. So we've decided that we are going to uh, go ahead and, and expand uh, into a new location, which is in Clarence. We um, um, bought two acres of land on Main Street in Clarence, and uh, we're building um, a new showroom, a new office, and a new warehouse. So we're very excited and, about that. And it involves a, uh, and includes rather a demo kitchen, right? Exactly. Uh, so when we start uh, thinking about uh, ways to get together, Brenda, and having a little, you know, in-house party, well, guess what? We'll be able to do it right at our uh, showroom. We're going to have a working demonstration kitchen, and uh, you'll have to come over, and we'll have to share some pasta dishes. Oh, I'll bring the wine. There you go. <laughs> that sounds great, Dominic. Congratulations on the new building. And has that been able to progress the way you wanted to um, in spite of the pandemic? No, no, not at all. We've had all kinds of interruptions. We've had supply chain issues. We've had lumber cost issues. We've had uh, ship, shipping issues. It goes, the list goes on, but we're persevering through it. Uh, you know, we're up to the frame stage now. The frame of the structure is going up as we speak. And uh, we hope to be able to move in uh, in the first quarter. Oh, fantastic. So it's, it's definitely within... Uh you know, a reasonable time frame. In 2021, yes. 70 years, Cortese, 
And also, Dominic, congratulations, 33 years on WBEN hosting Hammer Time. That is a heck of an accomplishment. Can you believe that? I mean, again, blink of an eye. Hank Nevins hired me, Brenda, in 1989. <laughs> um, I started April the 1st, 1989, and um, Hank Nevins was pro uh, program uh, director then back at the station when we were on Elmwood Avenue. And I started as the very first, get ready for this, the very first talk show on WBEN. Uh, wow. We carried Rush for an hour uh, back then. Rush had just started as well. And uh, and uh, God bless him, and I hope uh, I hope he recovers from his illness. Uh, and and here we are, some 33 years later, at the same time, and on the same station. Never changed times or stations in 33 years. Dominic, I, I'd venture to guess that not many broadcasters could have that kind of run. And it's not as if this is your main gig. I mean, you're a pretty busy guy, but. To have that kind of longevity in our crazy business is remarkable. Uh, is yeah. it still fun for you? Do you still enjoy going in every Saturday? Oh, my God. It's, it's the highlight of my week. Uh, and that hour goes by in a blink. Uh, I just really treasure it. And I most what I most treasure is helping people, uh, you know, in a simple way. It's a simple, a simple aid. You know, usually they just don't know where to turn. Uh, they don't know where to start, and it just warms my heart uh, to be able to offer that simple advice in most cases to put them on the right the right path. Yes, yes, and it's so great that they have access to you, and you know, you call, you get an answer because you never seem like you're stumped. Um, I have to ask you about uh, your line at the end of each show: "Life is hard by the inch, but by the how does it go? Life is hard by the inch, Life but." Maybe Life may be hard by the yard, but by the inch, it's a cinch. That's it. I love if you that. Tear that apart, and you—if you tear that apart and you think about it, I mean, yeah, get over the rhyme and look into the words. You know, when we when we look at things from a global perspective, we get overwhelmed. But if you take it apart in pieces, it can be palatable. You can manage it. You can get through it, and it can right. be the biggest problem or the smallest problem. It's great life advice, Dominic. I love that. Did you come up with that? You know, funny story. I was in a restaurant on the paper placemat. Uh, I looked down and I saw it. And it didn't, it wasn't quite the same words. It said, uh, life may be, um, it didn't say hard by the yard. It, it had a different word for hard. I don't remember what it was now. So it didn't rhyme as well. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it, and I said, you know what? This is great advice to actually impart. And I adopted it as my uh, closing slogan at the end of every show. Well, it certainly uh, makes an impact, as you can tell, even though I couldn't remember the exact wording. I, I love the concept and the <laughs> philosophy, and I believe that. I think, you know, I've heard people say, chunk it out. It's the same philosophy, chunk it out with the problems rather yeah. than try to take yeah. it all in one big bite. Um, before we close, Dominic, I, I wanted to talk to you about the trades. Are you seeing more men and women get into the trades? We um, wish that were true, and it's not. Um, we have continued to fight that by creating our own incubator. So mm -hmm. what we'll do is we will recruit uh, young people from the Harkness 
uh, School, from the Powder Road School, uh, McKinley High School, any of the any of the, any of the feeders for carpentry primarily, um, and we'll plant them in the ground as they seed and water them and nurture them and and hopefully have them mature into a full-fledged uh, skilled carpenter. Um, you know, our success rate is small, but we do have success. So it's, it's something we're very much committed to. As far as, you know, our best hire, our best hire is someone that we'll recruit from another company or uh, had their own business and decided to give it up because they couldn't deal with the business side of the equation right. any longer and they just wanted to be a craftsman. Um, well, it's a for, very difficult proposition. Yes, I'm sure. And Dominic, as you know, when the music starts, it means I have to break. But for people who want to get in touch with the Cortez Construction Services, 683-2100, 716-683-2100. Dominic, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for taking time to uh, join me on Slice of Life. Always a pleasure, Brenda. Thank you. Ciao. And thanks to everybody for listening today. We'll see you next week right here at 9 a.m. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.